uncommon sense advice on your work life, your personal life, and God knows what else. Welcome to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. How we do our daily routines says a lot about us. We also can learn a lot about ourselves if we think about the basic philosophies for living that we live by day to day. So I'm going to ask you some questions to help tease out what I hope will be some useful takeaways for you. It should be a painless kind of fun way even to get to know yourself better. So, okay, we're going to start with about your core day-to-day philosophies, these 16 of them. The first is whether your day-to-day philosophy is one of a complex life or a simple life. And I'm going to start by, I'm going to present an advocate for the uh, simple life and then the complex life. So the advocate for the simple life says, most super successful, super busy people I know aren't happier than our people with a simpler life. So why not choose simple? The contrasting position from somebody who likes a busy life says, my five ring circus life is invigorating. Sure, it's sometimes exhausting, but it's good exhausting. Being so busy, I'm too busy to worry about my issues, which is great for me to be able to not do that. I'm happier and more successful. Okay. So there is that, you know, where are you on that complex versus simple life? Now let's turn to diet. Two very different philosophies of that. If it's one thing that medical science has long agreed on is that being slim improves health and longevity. So I mainly eat low-calorie foods that I like. It's a small sacrifice. A contrasting position would be people fearful of death obsess about diet because they have control over it. But diet is oversold. The chances of my not-keto slightly indulgent diet killing me is small. The chance of my diet giving me pleasure is 100%. So, okay, where are you on that continuum? Can you see how these day-to-day philosophies can help you towards self-understanding? Okay, number three, assertiveness. One person might say, only the strong survive, let alone thrive, so I try to invoke my inner fierce badass. A very different approach would be, ultimately it feels wise and yes, loving, to while not getting walked over, to strive to be a gentle spirit among, amid our often harsh world. So where are you on that day-to-day philosophy continuum? Internal versus external locus of control. That is whether control resides within you or outside. A person who believes in um, internal locus of control says, I won't let my life be buffeted. If I want to live the life I want, sure, luck matters, but I have to do all I can. Somebody who is more a person believing in external locus of control might say, I should not be too willful. Again and again, the Bible tells us to surrender to God's will. For example, quote, be not wise in your own eyes. God shall supply all you need. That's Philippians 4.19. Or trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. That comes from Proverbs 3.1. That is Proverbs 3.1. And if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. That's Matthew 17, 20. So where are you on the internal versus external locus of control factor? Another day-to-day philosophy, which is core, is that of monogamy. One person might say, cheating is playing with fire. Even many good long-term relationships are torn apart by an affair. In addition, knowing you're faithful to each other can be deepening of the relationship. A very different person might say, Monogamy is unrealistic in a long-term relationship, even a good one. If the primary relationship is solid, quote, straying can give great pleasure without imposing undue risk. And if the primary relationship is bad, it may be a good thing if the affair breaks up. 
So where are you on that continuum? The next day-to-day philosophy is regarding mind-altering substances. One person might say, I enjoy alcohol and weed. I can't worry about what may never hurt me, and if it does, it'll probably be a long time in the future. A very different person might say, I don't want to hurt my body. There's lots of other ways to enjoy my time. So where are you on that continuum? Another day-to-day philosophy that's very central is work-life balance. One person might say, my job isn't so contributory that I want to sacrifice time with family, fun, and personal issues. A very different person might say, I find that working for hours 41 to 50 or even 60 to be wiser than spending it on what I'd otherwise be doing. And so now where are you on that continuum? Another philosophy is self-acceptance versus change. One person might say, at this point in my life, I basically am who I am. It's wiser to work towards self-acceptance than to subject myself to yet another round of self-improvement efforts. A very different person might say, I want to keep growing until the day I die. Sure, the growth is just incremental, but that too has value. Okay, where are you on that continuum of self-acceptance versus change? Another such philosophy, day-to-day philosophy, a fancy word is quotidian philosophy, process versus suppress. One person might say, the juice of life is in processing what happens to us. That's why I like discussing feelings with my sweetie and why I've been in and out of therapy my whole life. A very different person might say, the more I think about my issues, the sadder I become. So after quickly deciding if I can address the problem, I suppress thoughts of it and turn to my next constructive activity. Where are you on that continuum of wanting to process versus suppress issues? Another day-to-day philosophy is regarding cleanliness. One person might say, I don't mind cleaning because it yields a concrete result and it feels good to have a clean house. Also, unless my house, especially my desk is clean, I'm distracted, I can't be productive. A very different person might say, undue cleaning is a mere procrastination move. Plenty of people can accomplish a lot with a messy desk or home. Another of these day-to-day philosophies is regarding parenting. One person might say, I've seen too many kids of lenient parents turn out bad. I believe in firm limits. A very different person might say, I believe in giving kids a lot of flexibility. They'll end up better decision makers if they learn from their mistakes than if I set all the rules. Besides, it's easier on me and will likely stay closer through my lifetime. So where are you on that continuum of firmness versus flexibility in parenting? Another of these day-to-day philosophies regards charity. One person might say, I am privileged, so it feels only right to donate as much as I can to the less fortunate. A very different person might say, I believe I do more good by investing my discretionary income in a worthy startup that needs money than in donating to charity. Plus, if my choice of investment is correct, it'll yield me a return. So where are you on that continuum about charity to, as they would say, the least among us, or investing in a, in a startup that you think would uh, do more good and not for people? Another day-to-day philosophy is regarding loyalty. One person might say, in a world in which, for example, an already rich pro athlete will switch teams just to make a little more money, it seems more important than ever to stick by your friends and especially your romantic partner through thick and thin. A very different person might say, loyalty is irrational. I think of all the politicians, executives, and admins who remain loyal to a sleazy boss. You should befriend or be employed by somebody only when ongoing they're worthy of you. So where are you on that continuum regarding loyalty? Another day-to-day philosophy is one regarding perfectionism. One person might say, perfectionism is usually a silly indulgence. Sure, if you're a Rembrandt or Shakespeare, it's worth being a perfectionist. But for we mortals, diddling well past the point of diminishing returns in our efforts is likely to be just an excuse for not taking on the next project, which would require more effort. 
I think, for example, of the job seeker who keeps polishing the resume, which avoids the more difficult task of networking. A very different person might say, there is too much shoddy work in this world. I want anyone who hires me to know that I'll strive for excellence. If they want quick and dirty, they've got the wrong person. So where are you on the perfectionism uh, issue? Another day-to-day philosophy is regarding praise. One person might say, we all like praise, and if it's earned, I love giving it. It's the just and kind thing to do. A very different person might say, too often when I praise someone, they seem to think I'm sucking up, or it confirms their thinking that I'm less than, or that they're less than. And if it's a supervisee, that person is more likely to ask favors or for a raise, so I praise sparingly. And finally, uh, a day-to-day philosophy is regarding death. One person might say, I don't think about death. It's probably a long way away, and I don't want to poison the good times by thinking about something I have little control over other than diet, exercise, blah, blah, blah. A very different person might deal with death by thinking, I won't know what being death is like any more than I knew what life was like before I was born. And if dying is too painful, I'll get a doctor to off me. And if I don't live in a state where that's legal, I'll see if it's legal for me to go to some other state. So, is there at least one day-to-day philosophy of yours that you would like to keep in mind. And maybe there's one that you'd like to change. When I come back, I'm going to talk about some daily routines and what your daily routines say about you. Again, in an attempt to increase your self-knowledge in a hopefully not painful way. Uh, Anyway, I'll be just 15 seconds or so. Uh, Stay with me. You're listening to How to Do Life with career and personal coach, Dr. Marty Nemco. If you'd like to work with him, email him a description of your situation, mnemco at comcast.net. That's M-N-E-M-K-O at comcast.net. Marty is pleased if you choose to subscribe to this podcast. If you're not listening to this on Simplecast, just go to how-to-life.simplecast and click on listen and subscribe. Thank you for staying with me. Uh, we're talking about kind of a interesting and fun ways to learn about who you are. And we talked about 16 different day-to-day philosophies that can really, if you really consciously think about it, you can gain quite a bit more clarity as to who you are and maybe what you want to change. But now let's turn to daily routines, which surprisingly can say an awful lot about you. Um, by definition, our daily routines tend to get automatic after time. We rarely think about much. but they can indeed tell us a lot about ourselves. Uh, over decades and the thousands of repetitions, you, you and I have been refining those routines to fit who we are. So these are some questions about daily routines that may help you identify your core characteristics, your core beliefs, attitudes, behaviors, philosophies. Also, these, you know, your, your reflections on what I'm about to share with you about daily routines will confirm what you already believe about yourself, or maybe they'll inspire you to make a change. You might want to even write your answers. That'll likely clarify your thinking and make it easier to review your thoughts at the end. By the way, you might do that for the 16 philosophies I mentioned earlier as well. The first of the daily routines, we start chronologically in the morning, getting dressed. On a typical day, how long does it take you to get dressed and be ready for others to see you, if only on Zoom? Some people just take a few minutes, while others extend beyond an hour. What does that say about you? Does that make you want to change anything? Another example of a daily routine is showering or bathing. Are you almost military? You take a three-minute highly efficient shower, or do you take your time, even luxuriate? What does that say about you? You want to change anything? Another daily routine, of course, regarding is regards eating. How much time do you spend preparing food and in eating? 
Are you eating as healthfully as you would want to be? Some people believe that diet's crucial. Others think it's important is overrated. And others are in the middle. How about you? Anything you want to change? Now, there certainly are daily routines regarding work. Do you show up on time? Do you get right to work, doing the important or difficult work first while you're fresh? Do you focus more on quality or on speed? Or do you vary depending on the task's importance? Do your work products often get returned to you for fixing? Do you eat at your desk while working or do you often take long lunches? Do you stop working earlier or later in the day than do your peers? Does any of the foregoing make you want to change anything? Another aspect of one's daily routine is in recreation. Do you usually look for an adrenaline rush, for example, playing action-packed video games, watching thrillers, playing or watching sports with fervor? Or are your recreations mainly de-stressors, reading, writing, watching calming movie and TV shows, playing a musical instrument, uh, doing volunteer work or crafting such as needlework? You want to change? And finally, a, f a final part of our daily routines that say something about us is bedtime. Do you follow the standard advice, maintain a regular bedtime routine, or do you vary it a lot? For example, the time you go to bed, your dental hygiene, taking any meds, you want to change? Okay, so now review your answers, not only to these, I don't know, eight or so uh, daily routines that we all have, but also the aforementioned 16 uh, kind of day-to-day -day philosophies. And if you're really being honest with yourself, are you really actually ready to change anything about yourself? Maybe a part of your daily routine, maybe a part of your foundational philosophy, as I mentioned earlier. Or might you want to make a broader change? Maybe you see too much speed or too much sloth in the way you're living. Or conversely, you might think, I like myself and my routine's pretty much the way they are. I'm going to take a couple of minutes just to quickly revisit those philosophies that I mentioned earlier, and maybe even these routines, make it easier for you to take notes. So think about your philosophy regarding having a complex versus simple life regarding diet, in other words, really healthful or less healthful, you know, less perfectionistic about it, regarding assertiveness versus gentle spiritness, having an internal versus external locus of control, regarding monogamy, regarding mind-altering substances, regarding work-life balance, regarding self-acceptance versus change, regarding the desire to process versus suppress worrisome thoughts, how clean you want to be, cleanliness, parenting, quote, quite firm or more laissez-faire, more flexible, so that kids feel more efficacy, even if they may literally and figuratively skin their knees more often. Your philosophy of charity, giving more to charity or investing in, in for-profit that you believe in, maybe a startup how loyal you think it's important to be, perfectionism, how perfectionistic do you want to be, or be more about doing things quick and dirty but getting more done, how important is praise, do you want to, do you really believe in bestowing praise a lot where it's earned, or, you know, do you believe that you pay too big a price for offering praise, and then finally around death, do you suppress it, not think about it because you don't want to poison the good times, or you balm yourself, B-A-L-M, by, you know, realizing you won't be uh, knowing what life was like. Uh, you don't know, you won't know what death is like any more than you knew what life was like before you were born. And if the dying is too painful, there's usually a legal way to get you offed.
uh, and the routines that I talked about regarding getting dressed. Do you, are you quick and dirty or do you take your time doing it? Is that the way you want to be? Regarding showering, are you almost military about it or are you luxuriating about it? As I mentioned earlier, eating. Are you, uh, you want to eat quite healthily or do you believe that the importance of diet is overrated? About work, are you very work-oriented and quality-oriented or you do the minimum you can to get away with it? Uh, with recreation, are you more adrenaline junkie or more somebody who tries to calm? And around bedtime, do you follow the standard advice to have a regular routine uh, that's healthy? In any event, um, take a moment now, just think about your answers and ask yourself, usually people don't change much from a, a talk like this. So, but maybe, you know, it's enough to say, is there one thing you either want to change or do more of or embrace the current you from answering these questions? And I'm always flattered if you choose to subscribe to my channel. This YouTube channel is primarily my how-to advice like this, usually in shorter form. I, I do periodically like this. I do long-form things like 20 minutes. But most of them are three to five minute. Actually, my reading aloud, my Psychology Today articles that are practical how-to. I intersperse those with a little bit of my piano playing and or reading other people's essays that I believe are short versions of essays that I believe are worthy of your time. And so, of course, I am flattered if you do subscribe to my channel. But in any event, I do thank you for watching or listening. I am Marty Nemko. You've been listening to How to Do Life with Dr. Marty Nemco. For comments on the show or to consult with Dr. Marty Nemco, his email address is mnemko at comcast.net. Post-production of How to Do Life by Terry Rouse. Music by Blue Dot Session. Thanks for listening.